John 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Welcome to Chronicle Ministries. The scene is set in Bethlehem. The city was crowded and the Messiah came quietly into the world. The streets were full of people and they were going here and there. They were busy, busy, busy. The hotels were full. The No vacancy signs were up and a miracle happened. The greatest promise of all times was fulfilled. Isaiah 9 verse 6 says it perfectly. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. And for the most part, the people had no idea what just happened. Royalty arrived. The King of Kings left his throne room, and he came to save us. A baby arrived. Now one looking on may have been tempted to think this baby, this Christ child was helpless, but it is not so. That was not true. I just read um, from you a well-known verse in Isaiah 9, and I am struck by all the names that God gave to Jesus before he even came. They're found in the Old Testament before he arrived, but for today... The name that hits me the most, that strikes me the most, is Mighty God. Throughout Jesus' time here on earth, he displayed the same mighty power he had in heaven. He had it before the foundations of the world were laid. This babe is not helpless at all. This babe, who is Mighty God, created the entire universe. John 1 verse 3 states, Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that had been made. This Mighty One, who was found in the manger, was the same one who created the stars and called them by name. And here he is. Here he is to walk under the same stars he put in place. This mighty one who created, created the light, who is the light, who separated the waters and created the skies. He put the seas into place and he caused dry ground to appear. He produced vegetation. He separated night from day by creating the sun and the moon. He called in existence. He called into existence living creatures in the sea and on dry ground. And here he is. Here he is found in a manger the mighty one who created life, human life, who according to Psalm 139 verse 13, knit you and I together in our mother's womb. He chose to be knitted as well, if you will, in his mother's womb. And he came to earth, the earth he created to walk with those he created. This mighty one, according to Luke 1, verse 68 to 75, had come to his people and he redeemed them. He brought salvation, mercy, and he remembered the covenant he made. He rescued the children of Israel and he rescues us. And he enables them and us to serve him in holiness and in righteousness. This mighty one, while he was on earth here, he changed water into wine. He fed 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. He walked on water. He calmed the storms. He calmed the raging sea. 
He gave the blind sight, the deaf were able to hear, the lame able to walk. He healed a woman who had bled for 12 years. He healed the demon possessed and he called Lazarus out of the grave. This mighty one, he walked with and ate with the downcast, the undesirables, the leopards. He was full of patience and love for all, for all. With those who did not understand him, with those who argued with him, and those who followed him. This mighty one comes full of power, and in his power he brings good news. Love has shown up. Jesus is good news. There was a problem. In order to have good news, it must have meant there was bad news. And the bad news goes all the way back to Genesis. Adam and Eve and the serpent are there. There was deceit, disobedience, and separations from the Creator. And if you will, if you will, there was once again darkness and chaos. But there's good news. Here we are at Christmas. Jesus, the Son of God, came to chase after us. He came to chase after us. He was coming to restore, to forgive, make new, heal, and give life, life eternal with him, just as it was intended to be right from the beginning. Things were going to be and are set right. Chaos brought back into order, a way provided in order to bring the children of Israel, you and I, back into proper relationship with God through the one who was first found in the manger. But he's no longer there. Then on the cross, but his body was taken down in a borrowed tomb, but it is empty. He is risen and he is alive and he ascended, ascended back to where he came from, but he is coming again. There is a way to forgiveness, a way to restored relationship all through him, the perfect spotless lamb of God who came to take away the sins of the world. Everything, everything Jesus set out to accomplish in his first coming was completed. Hebrews 10 verse 10 says, We have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. It is good news. It is finished. The first time, Jesus came quietly, for the most part, unnoticed, but victorious. I would like to remind you of Genesis 3, verse 15, where God says, He, Jesus, will crush your head, his head, Satan. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. The war was won before it even started. Love had arrived. Next time Jesus comes, he will not be so quiet. He will be noticed by all. How do I know this? Because of Romans 14 verse 11. It says, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. He will come to finish all that he accomplished in his birth, his death, and his resurrection. It is Christmas, a time of celebration and reflection. We have been given the gift of life. The scene is set. It is December 2019.
the cities are crowded and we are busy, busy, busy. Each of us going here and there. Presents need to be bought and wrapped. Food needs to be prepared. Our spare bedrooms are made up for our guests. Decorations are hung with great care. Our time and space are filled to the brim. We are hustling, hustling, hustling. But stop. Stop. Look back and remember, why are we celebrating? We are celebrating because for unto us a child is born. Worship him. Celebrate him. Praise him with all of your might this Christmas. You and I have reason to celebrate. There is no gift under any tree that can compare to the greatest gift of all. Given the very first Christmas some 2,000 years ago, you and I had the precious gift of forgiveness from the one who chose to come to earth as a baby, live among us, die for us, and rise from the dead for us in order to give us life. You and I have the gift of everlasting life. Celebrate. May God fill you with peace his peace and his joy this coming Christmas season and until we meet again in the new year walk on my friends and renewed strength and courage as we look back some 2,000 years ago and remember and remember all that had been given and done for both you and I amen until we meet again <laughs>